the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near with a true heart, and confess our sins unto God our Father, beseeching him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord. And you forgave the iniquity of my sins. O Almighty God, merciful Father, I, a poor, miserable sinner, confess unto you all my sins and iniquities with which I have ever offended you, and justly deserve your temporal and eternal punishment. But I am heartily sorry for them, and sincerely repent of them. And I pray you of your boundless mercy, and for the sake of the holy, innocent, bitter sufferings and death of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, to be gracious and merciful to me, a poor sinful being. Upon this, your confession, I, by virtue of my office as a called and ordained servant of the word, announce the grace of God unto all of you, and in the stead and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
be to God on high. to shine with the brightness of the true light. Grant that as we have known the mysteries of that light on earth, we may also come to the fullness of his joys in heaven. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. The Old Testament reading for the Nativity of our Lord Christmas Eve is recorded in the prophet Isaiah, chapter 9. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. You have multiplied the nation and increased its joy. They rejoice before you according to the joy of harvest, as men rejoice when they divide the spoil. For you have broken the yoke of his burden, and the staff of his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor, as in the day of Midian. For every warrior's sandal, from the noisy battle and garments rolled in blood, will be used for burning and fuel of fire. For unto us a child is born, 
Unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
The epistle is recorded in St. Paul's letter to Titus, chapter 2. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present age, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the second chapter. Glory be to thee, O Lord. 
And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, every one to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth into Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them And the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord, and this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So it was that when the angels had gone away from them into heaven, that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise be to I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man. 
and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again, according to the scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and sits at the right hand of the Father, and he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.
name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. A most blessed and joyous Christmas to all of you. Tonight we are filled with hope. Tonight we are filled with hope and confidence. Because the Son of God is born to be our Savior. We'll hear it tomorrow. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. All things were made through Him, and the Word became flesh. The Son of God is born to be your Savior, and He is your Savior. That makes all the difference in our lives. He who created all things became one with our flesh, a real man. And in his flesh, he bore the full burden of our sin and the darkness of this world. And he redeemed us with his blood. And by that redemption, he reconciled us to eternal life with the Father. So great is God's love that when we turned away from him, he did not turn away from us. He gave his only begotten son to be our savior. Our savior. If we are sick, if death draws near, if we've lost our job, if we're having problems in our marriage, if we are fearful for our country's future or are sorrowful over a loved one from whom we are separated, Jesus is our Savior. When the prophet Isaiah wrote of the people who walked in darkness and those who dwelt in the land of the shadow of death, he might just as well have been writing about the times in which we live today. Isaiah lived through the collapse, the utter and total collapse of the northern kingdom of Israel to the Assyrian Empire. He lived through times of great famine and disease. He lived through generations of failed political leadership. And he lived through widespread fear among his people to whom he was called to preach. While identifying all these problems during the waning days of the northern kingdom of Israel, the greatest darkness was their faithlessness. And because of faithlessness, their hopelessness and their sense of despair the people had lost all hope because they stopped believing in the God of their salvation in the midst of the things under which they suffered. The same danger threatens us. Martin Luther in the small catechism reminds us very richly that daily bread includes everything that supports us in our body and life, including good government, and peace, and health, 
But all of these things are only gifts of God. They cannot save us from our sins or give us eternal peace. I must believe, I am compelled to believe on the basis of the Holy Scriptures and the witness of God's Word through the centuries that the kind of upheaval that you and I are experiencing in 2020 is permitted by God to teach us that our salvation and peace and comfort and hope are only found in His Son. The call to repentance is the call to trust Jesus. To trust Jesus. Especially when the world around us seems to be falling apart, knowing that He is our Savior. From all the darkness of this present age and all of the darkness of our own hearts, including the darkness we hide from everyone else, but the darkness that God knows full well and is the very reason why the Son of God united himself to our flesh. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The light that illuminates the darkness of our hearts is the light of the love of God for a fallen world which was totally and utterly and wholly undeserving of it. A love that was so great that it moved the Father to give his dearest treasure, his only begotten Son. A love that was so great that it moved the Son to become one with our flesh, to enter into communion with sinners, to touch the bodies of the leper, and to take the death that affects us all upon himself. A love that was so great that he took responsibility for our sin and for the darkness of the world in which we live. A love that was so great that he made the ultimate sacrifice in death upon the cross to save us. A love that is so great that it was impossible for death to destroy him. A love that was so great that it raised Jesus from the dead, having taken away the cause of death. And he will never die again. And those who belong to him, who are united with his flesh and blood, will never die again. A love that was so great that by words, ordinary words, in preaching and in teaching and in sacraments, ordinary earthly elements like water and bread and wine, he gives you life with God, eternal life with God, the medicine of immortality that raises us from the dead and reconciles us to eternal life with God that will never end. This love is the glory of the Lord that shone around the shepherds. Do not be afraid, the angel of the Lord declared, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, 
which will be to all people. For there is born to you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. We are so short of joy in our world today. That is because the only source of joy is Jesus. He who is the Son of God, our Savior in the flesh. There is born to you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. This word of the angel of the Lord is for you tonight and for all eternity. Jesus Christ is the Son of God, your Savior. He is your Savior from your sins. He is your Savior from the judgment and accusing finger of the law. He is your Savior from the condemnation of hell. He is your Savior from the devil's lies and deceit. He is your Savior from the darkness and hopelessness and despair of this present age. From a faithless generation. From failed governments. From famine and deadly pestilence. From violence and evil. He is your Savior from death. And why is this so? Because God was born for you in that manger in Bethlehem. It was indeed a cold Judean night. The body heat from animals kept him warm in the swaddling cloths of his manger bed. The pagan empire of Rome could not destroy him. Governmental edicts and high taxation could not wipe him out. The murderous tyrant Herod the Great was no match for the Prince of Peace. Jesus is your Savior. Such simple words, but so incalculably comforting. The shepherds were afraid when they witnessed the heavens open to them and the glory of the Lord shining around them, and you and I would have been afraid too. We're all sinners. Every one of us, faithless, doubting, fearful, filled with anxiety, in need of a Savior. And we have one in Jesus. Do not be afraid. There is born to you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. This word is your absolution. It is your absolution from all your doubts, from all your fears, from all your anxieties, from all the sins of your life. And this word, this word of your Savior will never let you down. Never. No matter how much you are afraid, no matter how much you might feel as if you are on the brink of despair, no matter how much you are tempted to believe that your sins are forever separating you from God and that you have no hope from the darkness of this world. It's not true. The sign of the swaddling cloths and the manger bed is a sign that this Savior is for you. Do not be afraid. Jesus Christ, Son of God, in the flesh, who bore every burden for you, If he is born for you, then he also died for you. 
And if he has died for you, then he is also risen from the dead for you. And if he has risen from the dead for you, then his word gives you forgiveness, life, hope, and salvation and carries the promise to wipe every tear from your eyes on the last day. Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. When they saw him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God, praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen. I don't know about you, but that's the kind of life that I want in this world. A life that looks through the darkness of this present age to the light of eternal love and forgiveness that cannot be conquered by the darkness. The light of love and forgiveness. He is your Savior. Do not be afraid. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting.
Let us pray for the whole church of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Lord God Almighty, we come before you on this most holy night in awe at the wonder and majesty of the incarnation of your Son. The Savior of the nations has come, and with joy we greet our newborn King. Let the proclamation of his birth sound forth throughout the world. Give to your church the joy of salvation, and faithful pastors to proclaim the good tidings of his birth, and to give to your people willing ears to hear and believe. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. In the birth of your Son, you have signaled the beginning of a new creation. While we still live in a world racked by the ravages of sin, we know that the final victory is yours. Watch over and keep safe emergency workers and all whose vocations keep them from their families this night for the well-being of all our families. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. In the birth of your Son, you have visited and redeemed your people. Continue to visit those who are lonely, sick, recovering, or near death, especially those recovering from the coronavirus, Bob Corso's sister Liz, suffering with lung cancer, Dwayne Perry, hospitalized after several strokes, and other medical complications. Bob Corso recuperating from a hospitalization. Carl Dewey in hospice care. Jeremy LaFour and his family as he battles ALS. Jim, Brian, Roger, Jill, and Allison in treatment for cancer. Let your presence be a comfort to them and give them perseverance until the time that you grant healing, relief, deliverance, and peace. Lord, in your mercy. In the birth of your Son and by his death and resurrection, you have reconciled the world to yourself. Keep us ever mindful that Jesus is for all people, and give us opportunity to tell others the good news of his coming, so that they may join in the unending praise of your glory and mercy. Lord, in your mercy. In the birth of your eternal Son, who is of one substance with you, you visited mankind, and so your eternal Godhead is bound to the body and blood he gives us in the Holy Supper of our Lord. Grant faith to all who receive this gift, that with sins forgiven and love strengthened, they may serve their neighbor in joy. Lord, in your mercy. In the birth of your Son, You have called people of all times and places into the body of Christ, your holy Christian church. We give you thanks for all the believers who have gone before us, especially those who have been with us during Christmases past and who now rest with you from their labors. Give us a sure confidence in your promise of resurrection and eternal life, and bring us at last together with them into your presence at the full coming of your kingdom. Lord, in your mercy. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
Unto the Lord our God. It is peace and right so to do. It is truly meet, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. For in the mystery of the Word made flesh, you have given us a new revelation of your glory, that seeing you in the person of your Son, we may know and love those things which are not seen. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, Testament 
in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
All give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Let us pray. O God the Father, the fountain and source of all goodness, who in loving kindness sent your only begotten Son into the flesh, we thank you that for his sake you have given us pardon and peace in this sacrament. And we ask you not to forsake your children, but always to rule our hearts and minds by your Holy Spirit, that we may be enabled constantly to serve you. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Bless we the Lord. Praise be to God. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Amen.